ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهد الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا وسندنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله ارسله الله بالهدى ودين الحق ليظهره على الدين كله ولو كره الكافرون ولو كره المشركون ولو كره المنافقون اما بعد فقد قال الله عز وجل في كتابه الكريم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقال عز وجل ومن يتق الله يجعل له مخرجا وقال عز وجل مخبرا عن نبيه صلى الله عليه وسلم لقد جاءكم رسول من انفسكم عزيز عليه ما عنتم حريص حريص عليكم بالمؤمنين رؤوف رحيم فان تولوا فقل حسبي الله لا اله الا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم في حديث ارويه بالمعنى من بنى لله مسجدا بنى الله له بيتا في الجنه وصدق الله العظيم وصدق رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم all praises to allah and may his peace and blessings be upon his servant and messenger, our master Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. All praises to Allah who guided us to Islam and to Iman and to his Mubarak house on this Mubarak day of this Mubarak month, the sacred month of Rajab, which is nearly half over. Half of it is in front of us and then in front of that is the month of Sha'ban. And then the blessing of Ramadan will be upon our heads. This is a sacred month. It is a month in which the reward for good deeds is multiplied. And it is the month in which the person who plants good habits and good deeds, that person cultivates the land of their heart. That person will find that their Ramadan will be a fruitful harvest. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give all of us tawfiq of benefiting from this Rajab and from benefiting from Ramadan, which is coming. It's still not going to be the same Ramadan like we had from before. It may not be as locked down as the previous Ramadan was. However, it's still not going to be the same Ramadan as it was from before. My experience with regards to this Ramadan which passed is that anybody who had any concern whatsoever for their own spiritual rectification, anyone who had any concern whatsoever for their own islah, that person enjoyed and benefited from the solitude and was like a candle in the darkness. And any person who was going with the flow, that person missed out, a great missing out because there was no social element last year. It will not be like last year, inshallah, this year, but it's not going to be like it was from before. So make this Ramadan about your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and prepare for it. Don't expect that you're going to hit the ground running. Rather, you have to warm up, you have to stretch out, you have to practice a little bit. Put yourself in the zone so that you can benefit from that Ramadan from its beginning until its end. 
It's a hadith of the Prophet وسلم, that every deed is rewarded in Ramadan. Every nafil, every optional deed is re- rewarded in Ramadan as if it's a fard. And every fard deed will be rewarded at 70 times its worth. In another hadith of the Prophet وسلم, it's said that every nafil deed is worth 170th of its fard analog. If you pray two rak'ahs of nafil, it's 170th of the value of the two rak'ahs of fard that you do. Brothers and sisters, anybody who gave you that deal in this dunya, you would run to them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Lord of the worlds, gives us this deal. It's our happiness and our blessing that it's offered to us. And it's our responsibility also to prepare for it. Furthermore, this is a Mubarak day on top of all of those things. On top of it being Friday. On top of it being the month of Rajab. On top of Ramadan being less than two months away. Today is a Mubarak day for a very particular reason. In Columbia Station, so if you go down <clears throat> 71 uh, and take the Royalton Road exit, the exit where Costco is, and take a right breeze past Costco for about four and a half miles or so, there's a church that a group of Muslims have purchased, and today they will be holding their first Jumu'ah. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. The crosses were taken down and the first Jumu'ah is going to be held there on this Mubarak day, this Mubarak Friday, on this Mubarak day of Rajab, Al-Haram. And on top of that, an even greater Bishara and glad tiding, which is what? Is that at the head of that masjid is going to be our very own Sheikh Musa, Sugapong. This is, to my knowledge, a first in this Northeast Ohio, perhaps in the entire state. That we will have a major masjid, the Jami'a Masjid. It's a huge facility, mashallah, it's a beautiful facility. We will have a Jami'a Masjid in this Ohio, at the head of which is who? The person who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Al-Ulama warathatul anbiya, that the people of knowledge are the heirs of the Prophet and if Rasulullah was amongst us today, nobody would put a committee on top of him. And the one who is his authorized representative, that one represents him in this ummah. Just like this ummah represents him amongst the ummah of the world. He is a person that you all know. He is a person that you've seen since 2011, working diligently for those people that nobody else is there to work for them. For those people who are new to Islam and dealing with their soul-crushing, soul-crushing problems and issues. Knowing that this person, I might spend 10, 20, 30, 40 hours with this person and they may leave the deen anyway. But nobody else they have to turn to, they, have, they know they have Shaykh Musa to turn to. The youth, soul-crushing issues, nobody understands where they're coming from. They know they have nobody to turn to but they had Shaykh Musa to turn to. That Shaykh Musa, you see him, mashallah, he's been running around every single masjid in this, Northeast Ohio, from pillar to post, without jaza and without shakur, with, with no recompense and with no thanks from people, with no gratitude from people, only seeking the gratitude of Allah Ta'ala. This day Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala has done a favor, not to him, but to all of us. It's a hadith of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. As you are, as you are, 
That's how the leadership on top of you will be. So there is a seat and there is a masnad and there is a mimbar and there is a mihrab in this qawm that is in the hands of a heir and a successor of the Prophet wasn't. It was enough for, for this to be a bishara, enough for this to be glad tiding that a place in which the shirk of Allah Ta'ala was made that place has been cleansed for the worship of Allah alone without any partner. But on top of it, on top of it, the guidance and the hidayah of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is to be dispensed from a place. This is truly an Eid Mubarak for you and for me. The Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, مَنْ بَنَا لِلَّهِ مَسْجِدًا بَنَا اللَّهُ لَهُ بَيْتًا فِي الْجَنَّةُ وَكَمَا قَالَ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ And the reason I mention this right now is what? Is that I hear people saying things. Is we don't need another masjid. Why they build another masjid? Is this some political infighting or inciting or in this or, or, or political intrigue? Is this a, a ploy to get more money? We already have limited resources. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to him belongs the khaza'in, the, the, the treasure in the storehouses of the heavens and the earth. And the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa said what? Whoever builds, whoever builds a house for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whoever builds a masjid, Allah ta'ala will build for him a house in Jannah. That doesn't only apply to that masjid or this masjid. It applies to every masjid. Whether the masjid is in the United States or it's back in the Bilad. Whether that masjid is filled with people of this school of thought or that school of thought, doesn't matter, same Allah. Whether that masjid is beautiful and has a wonderful chandelier and beautiful pillars and a high ceiling, or like one of the most beautiful masjids I ever prayed in, the masjid of Murabit al-Hajj, rahimahullah our shaykh and our ustad, which was what? It was sand with brush fences around it in order to demarcate the boundary and a little bit of shade so that the sun doesn't beat down on you directly during Dhuhr and Asr, like Rasulullah and his companions عنهم, used to pray. Doesn't matter, same Allah. So let every believer fill inside of their hearts, fill inside of their hearts with joy at this good news. As for the money, inshallah, the money will come. Whoever wishes to give here, let them give here. Let them give here. Because if you give in this masjid, Allah Ta'ala will also build for you a house in Jannah. If you give there, Allah Ta'ala will also build for you a house in Jannah. Inshallah, everybody who's here, everybody who's here, Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala build them a house and a mansion in paradise. Say Ameen. Mawana Abu Hassan Ali Nadwi, rahimahullah tabarakahu wa ta'ala, who Brother Ansari knows and has met before, one of the great Shaykh al-Mashaykh, he was a member of the Rabita Islamiyah. He passed away in 2000. A great scholar, a great scholar uh, of the deen. In many ways, a successor of the ulama of the ancient times. He mentioned that when he was younger, he went with his Shaykh, Shah Abdul Qadir Raipuri rahimahullah tabarak wa ta'ala to Medina Munawwara and in the masjid of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa because it was a beautiful masjid from the Mamluk times Al-Malik Al-Zahir Babers rahimahullah ta'ala a'lallahu darajatihi al-mujahid fi sabilillah He built that masjid on what? He built that masjid on the ghanima from vanquishing the crusaders from the sacred lands and it's beautiful and it's still beautiful to this day 
In many ways, the petrodollar spent on that masjid still couldn't match the beauty of that masjid that they made back then. So Mulan Abdul Hassan Ali Nadwi says to his Shaykh, Shah Abdul Qadir, he says, Shaykh, wouldn't it have been better? Wouldn't it have been better if instead of making this masjid so fancy, we fed the poor or spent the money on something else? And the Shaykh looked around and he says, don't you know my son? It's because we make this place beautiful that Allah makes the world beautiful. It's because we make this world beautiful, this place beautiful that Allah makes the whole world beautiful. Think about it for a second. It doesn't mean we should waste money. It doesn't mean that it's more important to have a chandelier or painting on the wall or whatever, or calligraphy, it's more important than, you know, having scholars or taking care of the poor or all of these things are important. But at some point or another, we have to look inside ourselves as well. If we think that spending money on a masjid is a waste, and we have so many subscriptions to Netflix and YouTube Red, and eat out at this place and at that place, and so many uh, cars of the newest model, and so many houses with granite countertops, and with uh, uh, you know wonderful appliances, and with new carpets, and with all sorts of blessings, which are not haram. I'm not hating on you. Allah Ta'ala give all of them to you. Allah Ta'ala give all of them to you and even more, even the things you don't know about right now, you find out and you have them in your homes, inshallah. In this world and in the akhirah. But somehow or another, if we have this stinginess, because it happens, right? Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala created a human being and a human being has tendencies inside their heart. Even good people. Human beings have this tendency for stinginess inside of their heart. It happens. And what does Allah Ta'ala say? He says, وَمَنْ يُلْقَ الشُحَّ نَفْسِهِ فَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُفْلِحُونَ The one who is protected from the stinginess inside of their heart, those people are the ones who will be the ones to attain success. So if shaitan puts this waswasa inside of a person's heart, inside of a person's heart, say no. Allah Ta'ala has enough for that masjid and this one and a hundred others like it. Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala build just like this masjid, a hundred other masajid in this Cleveland of ours. Just as big, just as grand, just as beautiful. And put in every one of them, not just one, several scholars, and lines of benches with the children, learning Alif Ba Ta Tha Amma Yatasa'aluna Anin Naba Il Azim, learning the books of fiqh, learning the books of aqidah, learning the books of hadith. Babu Kaifa Bada Al Wahi, the first Bab of Sahih Bukhari. Until the end of it, Kalimatani Khafifatani Ala Lisani, Fakilatani Filmizani, Habibatani La Rahmani, Subhanallahi Bihamdihi, Subhanallah Alim. And the people gather together and make khatam and dua at the khatam of Sahih Bukhari. All of these things, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make them a hundred seats in this in this Cleveland of ours. It doesn't decrease from his wealth in any way, shape, or form. And whatever we spend on any of those places, including this masjid, including this masjid. If you have grievances with this masjid and this board and this you know, place and things have happened that you don't like, join the club. I'm in line. All of our elders are here. All of them have gone through difficulty. Sheikh Abdul Rahman, everybody has. They probably won't talk about it. Everybody has had their heart broken at one time or another. But still it's the house of Allah. Still give for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. Still open your hearts. And may Allah Ta'ala make all of, those, all of us from those who are protected from the stinginess of their own heart. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give tawfiq. Allah ta'ala fill this place with iman and hidayah. Allah ta'ala build a hundred more masajid like it and a hundred behind that as well. Hatta taqoom al-sa'ah wa ma thalika ala Allah bi aziz. Bifadlillahi tubarak wa ta'ala bi ni'matihi wa sallallahu ta'ala ala rasulihi sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Wa aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum lisa'ir al-muslimina. Fa astaghfiruhu innahu huwa al-ghafur al-rahim.